Welcome to the Caregiver's Best Friend podcast series. We are thrilled to bring this to you because we know how important it is as a caregiver to get support and information. We've called it the Caregiver's Best Friend because as a caregiver, sometimes we just want to have coffee with the best friend. It makes us feel better and we often get excellent tips. My name is Lynn Alexander. I'm your host for Caregiver's Best Friend. And this is sponsored by Presbyterian Villages of Michigan, where I'm a senior vice president. I've been passionate about caregiving my entire life, having grown up in a caregiver household. And so I have many personal experiences to bring to the table. But also, by no strange coincidence, I ended up going into the field of senior services, first as a state commissioner on aging, and then the director of the state office on aging. So for about the past 24 years, I've been involved in working on innovations, bringing new ideas and um, lots of information to folks. I worked very hard to bring home care services across the state respite care, many different programs and services, which I'm so pleased to see are now still in place 20 some years later. Now with Presbyterian Villages of Michigan, we have a history of 77 years of working with seniors and their families with housing, but also services and support for caregivers. So this has been a dream of mine to make this caregiver podcast happen, make it a reality. We're looking forward to bringing you some sessions upcoming that will deal with innovations in housing, the lay of the land for caregiving, avoiding financial exploitation, how to deal with providers, and that all-important issue of family dynamics. Sometimes that's the trickiest thing to deal with. Also, reaching consensus among family members where they either live nearby or could be anywhere around the country. One of the things that's changed demographically is that years ago, people remained in their hometown. Now today, you have siblings and other family caregivers who are spread all across the country. And sometimes that can make it difficult for making caregiving decisions. Also, how to include the person who's receiving the care so that we don't treat them with disrespect. How do we create those conversations that make it a positive experience, not just for ourselves, but also for our loved one who we may be providing care for or assisting. There are many different types of caregivers. There's a direct caregiver, which can be a paid or formal caregiver, and a direct caregiver who basically takes almost all of the responsibility as a loved one or family friend. There's also a support caregiver where you might not be doing all of the care, but you will be assisting the major caregiver. So for instance, some members of the family may help with taxes or other financial decisions. Some may provide direct care. Some may work with doctors and other providers to coordinate services. So there is so much to get done with caregiving. It's often good to share those uh, responsibilities. One of the things I like to tell folks is that if you have a loved one or friend who is providing the major part of the care, first of all, be very thankful for that. Secondly, make sure you acknowledge and appreciate that with them. And don't be that guy who doesn't do anything but shows up at the family reunion like a hero 
pushing your mom around in the wheelchair and acting like you're the one who's doing everything. I hear about that a lot from sometimes, sometimes from formal caregivers, um, or I should say primary caregivers. So we'll be giving you lots of tips as family members, as friends, as the people themselves who need care, and many resources that will help you make good decisions and prevent additional stress. We'll also be talking about self-care and how there are things that you can do to help reduce your stress and make sure that you're available for your loved one. If you think about it, we wouldn't try to drive our car without putting gas in it. And yet so often a caregiver gets so caught up with the caregiving and the person they're caring for thinks they're the only one who can help them they actually end up in what's called a symbiotic relationship where they won't let anybody else in to take care of the person or the person receiving the care insists that only you can take care of me. So these are just some of the ideas that we'll be sharing with you on how to make your caregiving experience a positive one and how to make your pleasurable life continue amidst everything that may be going on for you. So thank you for joining us. We're so excited to look ahead to future podcasts, and we hope you'll join us for those.